Okay, everybody can hear everybody. Yes. <laughs> what Dave does to start each show, it's funny now. Drew and hey. I just mercilessly mock him now. Uh, yes, you do. Sackles, Ernie. special show for you not only do we have ted and drew here we uh, also have a special guest mr man bear pig how you doing man bear oh i'm doing really really good i'm really glad yeah. to be here. i'm really excited what uh, up, man bear hi guys rocking the gary larson jersey that's awesome dude oh, it's, Corey stringer. it's actually a stringer jersey all right Okay, my bad. Either <laughs> yeah. way, either way, either both way. great. Different generation, but just as much respect and love. Yes. My next guest was Mark Mullaney, but that works too. I, I love, <laughs> I, I love Big K. He's an Ohio State guy. Mark Rest in Mullaney. peace, big man. Yeah, that's sixth grade for me, right there. Wow. The great, the greatness of Mark Mullaney. That is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The show cannot fail now that Mullaney made it. <laughs> How you doing, Drew? I love it. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? Are you, how are you feeling, Dave? You sobered up a little bit? Yeah, I think I'm finally recovering. It's good to see everyone. It's good to be back. I'm still high off that win, 5-3-1. and one, And I'm even more jacked to have the great, legendary man bear pig on the oh. show today. Wow. Another and last but not yeah. least, how are you doing, Ted? Uh, very good. And and if, uh, if man bear pig has named himself... After the uh, infamous South Park character, it's going to be a super serial show, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm South Park through and through. Love nice. it. Nice. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, Man Bear, to introduce you to everybody that doesn't know, Man Bear is part of our group on Facebook, and he's got multitude of talents. One of them is he's a fine artist. And as you know, I appreciate that greatly. Tell us about your artwork, man bear. Oh, wow. Well, um, you know, an awful lot like like you, I've been painting and drawing since I was, you know, a little kid. Um, over the years, I've had different art jobs that have kind of got me to kind of hone my own style and my own kind of, kind of uh, process. And uh, so what I do is I, I focus a lot on wildlife, I love animals. I, I do a lot of pet portraits. I love dogs. Um, you know, that's a big love for me. And so uh, my artwork kind of focuses a lot on that. Um, and uh, I've got a Facebook business site, DCG Artist, that uh, any of our awesome members uh, can go check out. And uh, you know, let me know what they think. You know, it's a it's a real love of mine. I've been uh, I've been painting a lot uh, for a long time, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. What's your favorite medium? Well, you know, uh, oil pastels, colored pencil, combination of the two, you know, mixed media. That's really where, what, you know, where I excel. What I okay, cool. Have you ever tried any sports related? 
drawings, a little um, bit of purple and gold, maybe. I really haven't. I really haven't. Um, when I was a kid, um, I would draw a Viking helmet over and over and over again and get the face mask. Could I get the face mask just right? Could I get the horn just right? You know, could I, uh, you know, get the proportion just right? Um, and, you know, I, 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 I drew so many Viking helmets when I was a kid. I probably yeah. do it in my sleep. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, this week, my first question for you is what did you think of that Lions game? We'll be running with the Lions, Lions. Oh, you know, I love beating down on the Lions. You know, I, 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 there's you know, there's a few things, you know, that I like being down on the on the Packers, uh, the Bears. God, I hate the Bears, you know. I mean, uh, the, the hatred for the Bears will never leave me. I don't care how shitty they are. Um, I will always hate them, and I'll always want to beat them in Soldier Field. And I'll always want them to come here. And, uh, you know, I remember the days of the Roller Dome. I remember all the all the BS with, uh, with uh, Chicago. I, I still can't stand them. But you know, beating up on the old uh, Detroit Lions—that's pretty—that's pretty good too. And uh, it was uh, a really impressive. It was a really impressive performance. Uh, I really think that the Vikings are finally looking and at their own own identity for this season. They're 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 not they're not looking backwards anymore. They're not going, oh well, you know, last season we did this. Last season we did that. Yeah, thirteen and three—that was right. a great season. That was a great season, but. Uh, you know, that was then, this is now, um, different season. I mean, a lot of the same teams that we're playing, but all the circumstances are different. You know, our defense might be close to the same because we've got a lot of our returners, you know, our, our mm -hmm. you know, starters returning. But, um, you know, everybody's having a different a different situation. You know, Rhodes has been gimpy all year. Sandejo has been gimpy all year. Uh, you know, Griffin had his issues. Um, so all of these Things add up to a brand new season, brand new team, brand new circumstance. And uh, I think with the Lions, they finally put it together. They're moving forward with, with this year. I think that's really a positive thing. Well, I saw, I think it was Courtney Cronin, Drew's favorite yeah. reporter. Yeah. I had written. Courtney Cronin. Had written about how... Mike Zimmer has opened up a little bit here lately talking about how in the first few games or first five games-ish, the defense wasn't clicking the way it should be. People were scheming against the defense, right? And then how much of a copycat league is and how his double-A gap has moved on being used by other teams. And the whole principle is, expanding out but offensive coordinators have studied it and they're starting to beat it what has happened in the last five games ish is he's figuring out ways to change that up and to adjust and to me at least seems to be working because quarterbacks and offensive lines just don't know where people are coming from they're overloading sides and then sending up a blitz McKenzie Alexander had another one this last week. He may have been played horrible on the back end, but he had another untouched sack. And it's all because they've adjusted, right? And with that adjustment, like you said, they're coming into their own identity right now. 
and it's a good one. And that should do, I foresee, nothing more than improve as we go on. Now if we can just marry up a great defensive performance and a great offensive performance in the same game, we've got it made. Well, why, why does it take – Ted, let me ask you, Ted. Why does it take eight games to adjust? I, you know, that's a good question. Um, you you got to remember, though, at the beginning of the year, Dalvin Cook was, I think I, – I, I still think Dalvin Cook, although everybody said it, he looks like he's completely healthy, uh, he probably still had a couple things to deal with with his knee, and that I think that led to his hamstring injury. I don't think his knee, although physically 100%, I don't think it was in 100% football shape. Those are two different things. Uh, and the football shape led a little bit to the hamstring injury. We saw Dalvin Cook really be the Dalvin Cook uh, the first three or four games from last year. You got a back. You got new receivers. The offensive line was not the solution that it looked to be early on. But, you know, you, Dave, you talk about Mike Zimmer adjusting the defense. Brian O'Neill looks to be the new right tackle. He wasn't starting early on, and, and that's I, – I thought he paid huge dividends on Sunday against the Lions. I mean, there's – although, you know, Man Bear mentioned all the, all the starters are back now that they signed Tom Jackson off, of, off uh, after Seattle released him early in the year. There's still new people, and, and you're still trying to figure things out, and things don't always go as planned. And – and guys get injured that weren't injured last year. And guys play better this year that didn't play as well last year. And right. Mike Hughes was playing really well. And the Vikings were starting to lean on him. And then he got hurt. And so now, right. now you've got to roll in J. Ron Curse in the heavy nickel, which they hadn't really done because Mike Hughes is playing well. So I think all those things, it, it takes a while once the team gets formed, if that's a thing. Mm -hmm. And now we're at the point where this is what it is. And – if what we saw against Detroit on Sunday is a harbinger of things to come, this is going to be a pretty good football team over the second half of the year. I would have to vote yes. on. I mean, I made that post yesterday about the first four games compared to the last five. I don't know if you've seen it, but some of the numbers were pretty eye-opening. Uh, 27 points allowed. We're now allowing 18. Uh, passing yards were down to 198 allowed. I mean, we're really trending up. The defense seems to be trending up. Well, yeah, and I like, think Mike Zimmer was – oh, go ahead, member. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. I like, I like the uh, Jollerhorn, you know, analytics very much, you know. We're looking at, um, you know, the pressure points were ridiculous. 34 this week. 34. Um, that's we're, – we're aiming for 20. So, you know, that, right. that was fantastic. And then, you know – the other the other analytic for uh that we were looking at there was the uh um the Mendoza line. The Mendoza line. You know, we are almost at the Mendoza line. And uh I guarantee you with uh, the offense what it's capable of doing now. I mean, uh, I feel uh, you know, I feel pretty good that if we can do what we did, you know, keep it to seventeen, keep it close to that, we're gonna be in, in good shape. We're gonna be in good shape. Well, well, and one thing, one thing, oh, sorry. Yeah. So one thing, and, and I think Mike Zimmer was a little hesitant to put in a whole bunch of changes or, or tweak his defense. And, and I can understand why. I mean, the Vikings had the best defense in the NFL last year yeah. and they had everybody coming back and you can see the Buffalo game and, and you go, well, you know, Everson Griffin's off the field issues probably really affected this team. So let's give it a second. And you can say for Green Bay, well, it's the first game of the year. And it's, it's our first real live action. 
and then the Buffalo game happens, and then they say, well, the Rams, it was a short turnaround. But at some point, you have to think it's it's not working, and I've got to do something different. So I, I can understand Mike Zimmer's reluctance to start to change things, but give him credit that he did change things and make adjustments because former Vikings head coaches, uh, whose names rhyme with Schmesley Hazier, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't make those adjustments. And and we, you know, and the Vikings would keep doing the same thing every week and right. lose in the same painful way every week. So credit to Zimmer realizing, hey, I've got the, I still have great players that can do great things. I just need to make them. I just need to put them in position to make plays like I haven't been so far. And now he's doing it. It's paying off. Well, the, the last two weeks, I think what I've been most happily, happily, the most happiest about defensively is the fact that we're not giving up those huge, mysterious, head-scratching big plays. The Remember George Kittle was nailing us on it. Yeah. Buff, Buffalo had the 80-yard screen with nobody covering him. I think that was in that game or something. Every game, last two weeks, we've really been – a lot better with that. I mean, I don't see us getting burned with guys running around in the secondary wide open as much. So I'm happy. Oh, and Harris coming in for Sandejo did an outstanding job. Right. And if I could, if I could add the uh, the boys down at the uh, Stumptown, we found ourselves not turning around and watching the river when we were <laughs> kicking field goals. Suddenly, we re realized that we were actually watching <clears throat> kicker. And not, uh, you know, one in a row, one week in a row, Drew. That's it. Oh, look, I still got it. I got it hanging up. Oh, shit. Yeah, we still have it. But, Man Bear, let me ask you the biggest question of the game. This is the one that everyone's wondering and everyone's asking about. So, I have to ask you it's easily the biggest question that happened in the game. What did you think when Matt Patricia called those timeouts at the end of the game? Uh, you know, I, I just think that, he, that <laughs> I, I think that he's uh, loves pain. What is that? He's, 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 <laughs> I, I don't sit up, I, man. You're not respecting the process. Sit up straight. I, like that's I, right. I, that's I, right. I worry about the guy's pencil sticking somebody in the eyeball. You know. He looked <laughs> <laughs> So anyway. Those three yeah. timeouts are going to sit with me the rest of the season. One of the funniest things I've ever. I was really, I was really proud of the uh, of the fourth and that we went for um what was that in, was that in the still in the first quarter yeah it? still in the first quarter when it was like fourth and two that was nice i like that you know trust and taking charge i like that one a lot good it did outstanding now since we're going into the bye we're five three and one we're in good shape our next game is a week from sunday flexed up to sunday night against Chicago Bears, which you have to tell us why you don't like them so much. And uh, they're already whining today because they've got a quick turnaround. They've got to go from Sunday night to Thursday morning to play Detroit. Fucking babies. <laughs> Mike Ditka reminds me of every asshole coach I <laughs> hated. I wondered if it was Ditka. <laughs> I, I just like, I just like, oh my God. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Next thing we're going to talk about, everybody that's watched has heard and they're curious, what in the world is it? And what we are talking about is the game of skull. And the game of skull was invented by Man Bear Pig. Mau Mau! 
Man Bear, do you want to tell us about this fantastic game? Sure. When did you make yeah. this game? Um, well, it couldn't happen without the Jalaporn, first off, you know. <laughs> um, the, the the amount of, of, of Viking just fandom that we have is 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 pretty great. And and um, you know, I did the I did the fantasy football last year and uh, uh, really successful. Everybody had a really great season. Got really good feedback from what I was doing. Uh, you know, Drew invited me over to do the Jollerhorn, the GFFL. Um, you know, keeper league. We're going to have this thing going for a long time. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a great league for a long time. Um, and I thought it was really great that we had such a great league. But that's just that's just ten members. You know, um, right. It's fun. Members like to follow along and see how it's going. But I mean, it's fantasy football. Everybody kind of either has their own fantasy football thing or maybe they're not into fantasy football. You know, maybe they're just into uh, the Vikings and that's all they're really into. And, and I was just thinking everybody needs a game. Everybody needs a game that everybody can we can play every, every week. Something, you know, that's easy, something that all our members can can play and have an equal shot at. Um, but can be strategic too. If you wanted to really get into it and really, really study it, um, you know, you could do that too and have a lot of fun either way. And um, it's just kind of, it just kind of came out of a, an amalgam of a lot of different uh, fantasy games that I'd seen online over the years, you know, um, from different sites here and there. Um, this one is the only one that I've ever seen that's focused on one team, focused on, you know, one fan base, uh, you know, and uh you know the viking fans are real passionate fans they're real hardcore they've got to be really hardcore fans stick with it you know and uh so uh i know everybody on our site has the knowledge to play the game and uh, so i was thinking about you know all our members you know okay when, well right. explain how it works how, well, did it just did it just pop into your head one night sitting on the couch? You looked at Cheryl and went, "I have a bitching game. I gotta call Drew and tell him about this game." Kind of, yeah, kind of. I was th I was just, I was, I was just, you know, in in, I was just in commissioner mode, you know, right. one one night, and I was just thinking about how it would be fun if everybody could play, mm -hmm. and it just kind of just blurp. It just kind of came out of that, and I said to Cheryl, I said, "I need a bitching name for this game because I I was stumbling on a name," and she says, "Well, what's that?" What's that word you guys keep using all the time? You know, I said, "What you mean? You mean skull?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do like uh, like Game of Thrones, right? But call it uh, like Game." And we both were like Game of Skull. And she's like, "Yeah." And and it was just like just that's how it, that's how it happened. And then you know I ran it by I thought about it for a little while and kind of you know worked on it. Ran it by the Drewster and he had some input and we kind of polished it up and kind of figured out how to put it out there so people would be interested because you know it relies on everybody playing to make it really fun i think that the amount of the amount of uh, members that we have playing is is really makes it fun and it's a real testament to to how successful it's been i think well explain how we play it right right two players you pick you pick two viking players each week an offensive player defensive player um you know you kind of score them very similar to to fantasy football uh you know uh and uh, we kind of dialed in on how the scoring works and i think it's i think that's going really nicely and uh you know you can only play each player twice and uh you have one pick where you can play the player three times and that's your bonus pick and uh you know it's going to run through the end of the season adding up the points as we roll along um each 
top two scores, they they win playoff pool squares, um, which is going to be uh, a pool that's going to run for the, you know, we'll cross our fingers, knocking on wood, uh, the first playoff game of the season. And uh, we got great prizes lined up for that as well. So um, at, I don't know if you can see behind me or not, but I've got the uh, I got the grand prize of the game. Of yeah, That's, we want to see prizes, damn it! We want to nice. see prizes. Got the got the jersey, got the Dolman signed Dolman jersey right here. That's nice. That's, that's the grand prize. That's what everybody's fighting for right here. That's and beautiful, took, man. Took it out just for this occasion, there. It's usually tucked away safely. So. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, yeah, you know, we just decided that we decided we needed kick-ass prizes to make sure that everybody was going to play and you know be uh, excited to keep playing. So there's a there's an accumulation of points with a running standings with with all the people to play. That's for the Dolman jersey, and then there's another way to win playoff squares. And everybody knows how squares work. Everybody has done squares for Super Bowls at parties or whatever. Same concept: squares with numbers on each side. And throughout the course of the season, this square board gets filled up with people that get the squares. Yeah. Uh, First place winner gets two squares. Second place gets one square. If they tie, everybody gets squares. So. Okay. So when the squares board, squares board gets filled by the end of the regular season, then they will have prizes for the first, second, third quarter, and then the final score. Yeah. Yeah. We've got we've got a slate of prizes that. Let's uh, hear it. I want to hear awesome. prizes. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Um, so, okay, so first first quarter prize right. um, is a kind of a combination of, of prizes from, from your side and my side. Um, I've got this excellent, awesome uh, 920 Viking camo hat. That's beautiful. Baseball cap here. Yep, yep. And uh, the winner of this cap is going to receive it adorned with, with two... Of the pins. pins provided by the Fat Freddy. Yeah. Thank you for the that's, plug for my daughter's business. Yep, that's right, and that's going to be that's going to be first quarter prize. So the hat, the hat with the two uh, Minneapolis pins. Miracle pins. All right, and that's that's whoever wins the first quarter. And second, se I mean, halftime prize uh, is uh, something that we found. From uh, a member, gosh, a couple of months ago, posted uh, a company called uh, Soda Stick, mm -hmm. like Minnesota Soda Stick, and uh, their merchandise was really kick-ass. It was really, yeah, really they do great T-shirts. They've got, they've got yeah, cool stuff. I've got a couple of their T-shirts. <laughs> it was really fun. So I went and I, I checked that out, and uh, not only did I find, you know, some really great stuff, but I found out that they do a lot of really nice donation stuff too, um, some charity work that's really fantastic. Um, and I found out that, you know, that they had worked with uh, uh, John Randall to, uh, you know, put together some some stuff charity-wise. And he specifically picked uh, a specific uh, charity to work with through Soda Stick. And so what we've decided to do is have the halftime score prize be one of John Randall's uh, Screaming T-shirts. That's fantastic. That we saw, um, it's 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 pretty vicious. Um, and part of that goes to the St. David's, right? Yeah, that's right. St. David's is. I, I maybe some of our our members that are local to the Twin Cities probably know St. David's and you know the work they do with you know disabled children and autistic children. 
um, you know, 10% of the proceeds of, of each shirt that they sell, you know, goes, you know, for, through them for, for John Randall that he handpicked them as, as excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I looked at the female, you know, the girl's version of that. And I just kind of thought that it was a little kind of intense <laughs> for, for gals. So I thought that if one of our, one of our female, you know, Jollerhorn members won, um, we would, you know, certainly if that's the shirt that they wanted by all means, you know, but there's also the captain Kirk, uh, kind of Star Trek design that I thought was really awesome. Too. And that one, that one is made in the woman's style shirt. So we're going to, you know, it's, it's optional on that prize. You can either pick the Randall or the other one. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. And they both have the women's fit. Yes. Right. Right. So uh good cause, good prize, halftime. Okay. You know, so by this time, everybody's looking at their squares and everybody's, you know, partially maybe totally you know, drunk at this point. I don't. I don't know what's going on, but you know, more prizes are rolling along. We got third third quarter, uh, and the, again, another prize that I saw posted by a member oh, uh, six months ago. And I, I, I don't remember the member. The, I'd love to give you credit for it, but um, they talked about the skull Vikings. Yeah, so baby, talking, talking skull blend. Get it. Get it. From Caribou oh, Coffee. Caribou Coffee local. Yeah, Chad, there you go. Um, they do they do uh they do the skull coffee. So you're gonna get some coffee, but you know, not just coffee, not just coffee. That's something you gotta go have, have something to go with. Remember, some of you might remember uh last year we did the Valhalla skull for the uh -huh. MVP award for the for the uh uh fantasy football league. Well, this year, this year it's the Valhalla mug. So can you see that? There we go. You're gonna Sweet. get you're gonna get this nice ball. So the mug, the mug goes with the coffee for the third quarter. Coffee combo for third quarter. This guy's got a he's he's got some stainless steel on the inside, so he can be hot and cold. He's gonna be he's gonna be insulated. So you know you just can, like our offense. <laughs> <laughs> that is bad. Third, third quarter, third quarter. Just don't fumble the cup. <laughs> what? I was looking up caribou today. Did you all know it's headquarters out of Minneapolis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they're they're the first major major uh, coffee company in the United States to be 100% Rainforest Alliance certified. So oh, that's do, tremendous, baby! Rainforest certified. They do sustainable sustainable forest uh, stuff. They do water conservation stuff. So they're on wow. the cutting edge of a lot of conservation, and uh, so that's great. You know, I think good ag. Gotta love it. The better so. Okay, what's the final score prize? All right, so final score. It's not fourth quarter. We talked that, about it's not fourth quarter. It's final score. Right, uh, right. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, final score, right. not fourth quarter. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, the the grand prize, the, the jersey, you know, really harkens back to one of the sweet years for me as a Viking fan was 1987. Uh, it was yes. really meaningful for me. I was 17 years old, senior in high school. Um, you know, it was uh, – just this magical run in through the playoffs. Um, uh, you know, Chris Dolman, uh, you know, Keith Millard, all these guys just, you know, having this magical, magical time. And on offense, who was it? You know, who was it that was who was it that was dazzling us? DJ you know, Dozier. 
Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> DJ Dozier. A good guess, though. Um, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't DJ Dozier. The guy who wore this in college. That's it wasn't it was. Nelson. That's right. It wasn't Wade Wilson. Right. It wasn't any of those guys. Anthony Carter. That's right. That's Mom right. out. Anthony Carter uh, was was, you know, my very very first Viking that blew my mind was Ahmad Rashad. You know. After he, you know, won that game against Cleveland, he was my he was my idol, and uh, you know, uh, Anthony Carter kind of took that to the next step for me. Especially that run through the playoffs was pretty was pretty amazing. So, oh, it was crazy. Oh, especially that San Francisco game. Oh yeah, yeah, and so um, that's kind of where the 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 final score prize comes from. Now, um, I got it right here on the wall. And it's, can you guys see that? We've got ourselves a. Mm -hmm. Yeah! Carter. An Anthony Carter signed photo. Freaking awesome, dude. From that game. It's from I the mean, uh, 87 49er. That is cool. That's very cool. 16 well, point underdogs, and we win by 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was between, there. Between the and, uh, and the Browns' final, or, you know, the comeback against the Browns, I think that was 1980. Yes. So those are the games of the '80s. Those those two right there were the. Oh yeah, the absolutely. Yes. And uh, so I know there's going to be some members that are going to really, really want this. Yeah, so you got great prizes, framed, dude. It was framed by me personally. I um. I. Uh, some of you may not know. I uh, I work in a frame shop, art gallery. So I have the you know the ability. Cool, dude. The skills, baby. The skills. Yeah, and so. Uh, you know, it's framed in, you know, 100% acid-free mats. It's got a really cool faux astroturf mat underneath it. It's Beautiful. Got, yeah, it's got it's, it's got all the bells and whistles. It'll be really, really well protected for a long, long time. And uh, I think it's a great fourth quarter grand prize for the pool. Let me so, tell you, dude, you did, not, you did not scrimp on prizes. How about those prizes, Ted? Fantastic. Fantastic. I want to – I mean – the the golden jersey is cool. I'm not saying it's not, but I want that. I want that coffee mug and that skull coffee. That that right coffee on. mug looks very cool. <laughs> right on. That's you know that's right on. And I'm a big fan of Anthony Carter. One of my one of my all time favorite players. Yeah, but sure. I, I I really want that. I really want that mug. <laughs> yeah, you know what's kind of cool is we have all these great prizes, and the game of skull itself for the initial season is was a free buy in. Nobody had to pay to play this game which will probably be a lot different next year. But uh, the fact that you still came up with these incredibly awesome prizes on a free buy-in game just shows that uh, you are a pretty awesome dude, man, Bear Pig. Thank you very much. Well, you know, I know that, I know that uh, you know, uh, you helped a little. I helped a little. We got some help from some folks and some, you know, fancy philanthropist types came in and kind of swooped in and was like, oh, we're going to finance this thing. So, well, you know, you know what? That's the cool thing about the group. I mean, we have a group, a Facebook group. We're fans, and there's a lot of Facebook groups that are fans of teams, but ours has figured out a way to build friendships and get to know each other, and I think that's why the Gallahorn stands out to me as being a little bit more, I mean, look at the game of Skull, the fantasy football. We have, you know, it just seems everybody's, like, interactive with each other, and uh, you're, you're, a, you're a big part of bringing everybody together. I mean, look at look at how all the – talk has picked up since the game of skulls going there's a bunch of conversations now about it 
And yeah. I think I think it's great. The work you put I, in is really great. I think it's been a lot of fun. I think people have received it really well. I've you know I've gotten to know everybody on the site really well. You know, have conversations with almost all of them now. Um, you know, privately. So it's been really it's been really fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's been super successful. I was hoping that maybe ten or eleven people would be playing. You know. And we've had, you know, geez, almost everybody. And it's been, it's been I crazy. remember back in back in yeah. back in June, we were talking on the phone when you were explaining this game to me. It was before June, maybe. And we had said we had talked, we'd thrown numbers back and forth, and you asked me what would be successful. I said, if we can get like between 10 and 15. And you were saying, Man, if we got 15 people to play this, and we had 27. And it's going strong right now. There's 27 yeah. to first year. Yeah. So yeah. it's been really great. I wanted to give a special shout out to uh, Denver, Denver Sox fan, for the great idea of having a preseason game of Skull. Because we worked out a bunch of like, you know, kinks and a bunch of like things to make it run really, really smooth during regular season. <laughs> so I didn't even think of doing that. And that was a great idea. So that was yeah. a great idea. Thanks to him. Yeah. Yeah. And just thanks to everybody for playing. It's just, it's just been a blast. Um, you know, it has been. I love it, dude. Even though I suck at it, I love it. Yeah, it, it's it's indiscriminatory. You can be, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. football head and do lousy because whoever you chose that week decided not to play or something. But you could be anybody and lead the league, you know, just by – Hey, I'm picking this guy this week instead of next week, and boom, like Daniil Hunter this last week, he scored right. more points for a defender than most offensive guys score. Yeah, I almost it was amazing. I almost went with uh, with Harrison Smith, and at the last minute, I decided to change up. Went with went with Hunter, and you know the the, the members that chose him were rewarded oh, nicely. I think yeah, that's what's but, so unique about the game. When you first told me about it, you said everybody picks an offensive and a defensive player, and then we add their points up, much like fantasy football, and we keep a running score every week, and there'll be weekly winners and squares. And I was thinking, well, that's just like fantasy football. And then when you said there's a limitation on how many times you can use each guy, I said, uh, meow, meow. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're yeah, talking a game, you baby. Strategic. Oh, yeah. it's totally strategic. The way he thought up only, you know, and then and then he came up with the idea you get one bonus play, and it's just beautiful. The whole concept of the game is beautiful, man. I love it. It's it's been a lot of fun. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, couldn't do it without all the members, you know, playing. Yeah. Hey, what about that? I've been hearing I've been hearing that there's some kind of live show coming up in three weeks for the team from Wisconsin. What's going on yeah. with that? Yep. Uh you're rolling, you're rolling a. My direction. You're coming from Sacramento out here to uh, Stumptown. Yeah, Brewer. yeah. We're deep in Sonoma County out here. Live and, show, baby. Yeah, we're gonna do a live show. We're gonna do a live show from Stumptown Brewery. Uh, Packers, Vikings. What else to say? TTFW. They're never gonna let us back in that place after we have a show there. You know oh, that, right? Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a blast. We're gonna harass everybody. We're gonna be making drinks for people. It's gonna be insane. We need uh, to fly Ted Glover out for that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, probably won't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna go get our. We're gonna go make some sackles, baby. <laughs> hey, that's the newest metric we're tracking. Yeah, we yeah. Are. That's that's. Uh, I, love it. Love I don't it. know the date, but I'm looking forward to doing that show with you, man, Bear. We're all set up. We're gonna have uh, 
a roaming camera so we can harass people at the bar. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're ready. It's going to be live. It's going to be, and hopefully we plan on doing this every year, right? I mean, uh, it would be fantastic if we could make it like a, a, a Jollerhorn tradition. Always the home game against the team from Wisconsin. That's what yep. we'll call it. Yep, we'll call it that. We'll come up with a better name. Come, it'll, come it'll, it'll, it'll happen. I'm looking forward to doing that. Three weeks. I'll get. I'll start sleeping now, so I'm ready for it. <laughs> There's one more thing I want to briefly touch, and that is Gallahorn Fantasy Football. And for those that aren't interested, uh, 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 uh. just skip real quick. But tell us about where GFFL stands right now. Oh, we're in good. We're, you know, I'll tell you where it stands for me right now is I'm I'm going to have to take you down this weekend. Well, well it should be easy because I'm sucked. Yeah, Dave, Dave's yeah. got a terrible team. Let's just get it out there. <laughs> we got a lot of good members. Got a lot of got a lot of football knowledge out there. Um, you know, we got a couple of we got a couple guys. Uh, you know, uh, Greg Greg Smith and, and and his more than a feeling is pretty dominant. He's pretty dominant. You know, uh, Stephen. Stephen England has a hell of a team. He sure does. He sure his, does. His bench can beat my starters. I mean, it's like it's ridiculous, well, yeah. dude. Come Eller High Water. It's probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite names, you know. Um, my other one of my other favorite names is Dalvin and the Chipmunks, you know, and Ruby is up. Yep, she's up with the leaders now in in, uh, in in the division. So so a lot of stuff happened this week. Yeah, uh, she just you know, whooped my ass this last year. Did you know? Did you know Ruby is in first place in the GFFL? And she's also in first place in the Goodfellas League, yeah. which we, another league me and Mamber are both in. Yeah, she's she, in. She's she, in first she, in both of them. <laughs> she leapfrogged me this week in, in, in Goodfellas, so hope that feels good. Well, great. Well, I want to wrap this up. It's been great having you. Have you got any last few things you want to say? No, I just want to remind everybody to you know keep playing game of skull and keep cheering really hard for the Vikings. You know. Uh, Boy, you know we're going to have this uh, bye week game. If you you know if you score in the top five, you're going to get a, a a playoff pool. And the more playoff pools squares you get, you know the more of this great stuff you're going to be able to get a chance to win. Um, so keep playing. Each week is going to be a, it's a brand new game as far as the playoff pool is concerned. So no reason not to keep playing. It's going to keep rolling along, and uh, it's going to just keep getting more and more crazy the less and less choices you have for who you're going to play, it's going to get really crazy. And I'm, I'm just really excited to see how it all, how it all works out. How many wins for the Vikings? Where do we end up regular season? I got to oh. hear it from you. I need your prediction. I need a prediction from the pig. I think we're on a roll right now. I think uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. Um, I was, I was, I, you know, I'm a, I was, I was really critical of Kirk cousins. Um, and uh, he's really impressed me a lot. I'd like to see better, uh, pocket awareness from him, uh, just just as far as you know, feeling that backside pressure and being able to make make that throw and get get rid of that ball. Um, but I'm really happy with him. I'm really happy we kept um, Latavius Murray uh, because I think that I think that Dalvin Cook is a uh, you know I think he'd be better off in a china shop somewhere than on a football field. But that's still yet to be seen. I hope he can stay healthy. Yeah, that's uh, harsh. That is harsh. Well, you man. know, it's it's. I'm really glad we've got Latavius right now. You know, really. No, happy. so you you talk. Can we go twelve, three, and one? Run the table. Yeah, yeah, we could. Okay, good. That's what I want to hear. We could. Uh, you know, I think. Yeah, I think that could be a realistic possibility. Oh, that would be something. And boy, would we have momentum going into the playoffs. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's it's funny when 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 you have expectations that are really really high, it right. makes it it makes it hard to move move on to this season. And I think that we're doing that now. I think we've moved past last season. We've moved past the playoffs. You know, the miracle. We moved past that. Now we're we are here where we are now. And I think that that's just going to be a really healthy thing for this team moving forward. We know the offense is 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 uh, doing its thing. We know the defense is now doing its thing. When those two pieces come together and Bailey actually, you know, making kicks, you know what? All of a sudden we get everything firing on all the cylinders. You know, this is a, a really, really, really good team. Who's this, Man Bear? Is that Jimmy? Okay, that's your test for the day. I had to test you. <laughs> that's my boy. Good job, baby. Good job. Yeah, if you didn't recognize that guy, you're in. Really awesome having you on here, dude. I've had a great time visiting Thanks. with you, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate being part of the Jawerhorn. You, you come up with this. It's not just Game of Skull. All the games you come up with. Remember in the 70s, we'd watch Tattletales and The Price is Right and Match Game? Remember yeah. Match Game? And at the end, they'd say, it's a Mark Goodman, Bill Todman production. You can, you can take Mark. You can take Mark Goodman out, put Man Bear Pig and Bill Todman production. Thank you. Well, thank you. You know, when Our I was game. a kid, I wanted when I was a kid, I wanted to be I wanted to be uh, you know, Guy Smiley from 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 you know from, I wanted oh, to from be, Sesame Street, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be Snake Pliskin. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, what have you got to say? I say oh, meow meow. Man, bear, cow. <laughs> Ted, what have you got? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys this week. <laughs> Bye. Go. Go, everybody.